5%. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to Walkers Only Podcast. My guest for today is artist Zai Lokeng Latu. Before we start this podcast, this episode is brought to you by Solid Directions Carpentry. Whether it's a door hanging, a deck building, a full renovation or a new build, get in touch with the amazing team at Solid Directions Carpentry who are based in Brisbane. Anyone looking for a demolition strip out, asbestos or hazardous material removal, then look no further than Base Hazmat. They do top quality work with top quality customer service in the Queensland area. Then check out the team at basehazmat.com. Our team at CMF Concrete and do residential builds, perform makeovers on driveways, patios, pool surround areas in timely and efficient manner, work into a budget within your guidelines. They complement the look of your home in a matter of weeks. For all inquiries, Email the team at cmfconquering at gmail.com. But before we start, let's roll the intro. Don't just talk, give up. That's a lot, right? That was good, though. Don't so who are just talk, uh, They're just uh, local businesses yeah. promoting their stuff. Gotta look out for the team, mate. Gotta look out for the team. Hey, Ness Love. Hey, you. Your boy, your boy. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, bro. Very. <laughs> Oh, this is probably the busiest year I've ever had. Like, really? Yeah, it's um, usually I have downtime. Yeah, not this year. But it's good. It's good. It's uh, keeping me on my toes. And mm. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, happy, busy, but happy man. Man, you well, that's a good thing, right? When you're busy and you're happy. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember hearing something once, and it always stuck with me. Um, Snoop Dogg said it. He said, "You know, I don't care what I'm doing as long as I'm happy doing it. I'll keep doing that shit." And I was like. It's that simple. Yeah. And I think that's how life's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be that way. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people uh, complicate things a lot. Mm. And I think just – and I don't think uh, – look, I just, I just think they just need to find something they love doing mm. that they're good at. Yeah, yeah. And then just give it a go. Like Just give it a go for like six months. Six months. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not for them, try something else. But like until they find something that they really just – because um, I think in order to be happy, you got to be passionate about what you're doing mm, and love it, you know. So, yeah, I'm happy, bro. That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. It's it's uh, it is it's it's so simple as that. Mm. Um, I think you know for so long we we're, we're taught you know by society to you know get a nine to five job, get into a certain industry of work, or you know, mm. like it, when I came over, your first thing they got me doing was like warehousing, like that's just the go to, and then. Um, with a rugby team and then you just yeah. go and you're bouncing around just trying to get by yeah you know and then I, I like it's as simple as like I said but then s- seeing people like yourself and obviously one of your partners Ness um, mm. it, like that as simple as that inspired me like seeing Ness and you guys pursuing what makes you happy yeah and and like being an artist is is a tough career if you think it is it. it's not like it's not like I'm happy yeah and and I, I'm doing something I love but it's not smooth mm. sailing all the way there's never a happy ending it's just yeah. You just figure out things, you find a solution and mm. you move on, you know. But we're doing what we love doing, you yeah, know, yeah. so that's that's the bonus. But, yeah, it's it's not all, like, <laughs> fairy floss. <laughs> yeah, blueberries. But, um, yeah, I'm happy. Man, you, you, are, you are one of the funniest people I see. Like, <laughs> if I'm ever feeling down, I just yeah. go on socials and just look at your videos, your reels. Oh. Honestly, guys, check out Zai Latu no. on Instagram or TikTok. It's so funny, man. Like, yeah. the other day I was looking at the, the influencer one. So, like, I'm up here. Oh, yeah, guys- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, um, the TikTok battles. This is when it was fresh coming out. It was... Um, 
And there was so much drama. There's just like it was. It was entertaining, but at the same time, you just go, "Man, how did you guys put themselves through this stuff?" And <laughs> but yeah, I just yeah, it was relevant, so <laughs> capitalized on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, honestly, like I just got. I send it to my mates back in in Wales. Like, I'm oh just, really? Like, yeah, because it's yes, so funny. Wales fans, let's go. <laughs> but man, like um. For yourself, obviously, like being an artist, like where where did it start from you? You know, like obviously, you've got the natural talent. Yeah, I guess I guess it started from my parents. So, mm. my mum was always in choirs. My dad was like uh, in a band, yeah. and so music was around me like pretty much twenty four seven. And I think it just just became second nature to me. So, I would constantly listen to music and, and you know, watch. Um, video clips and I'd be like, I want to do that. Yeah, but I never really took it serious until I was about, I think about fourteen. Oh, okay, just before I came to Australia, so I was in New Zealand, mm. and I started a group in New Zealand, and it kind of grew and evolved from there. And when I moved to Australia, that's when I really just thought, man, I, I could probably, I could probably make some money out mm. of this. So when I came to Australia, I formed another group, a few groups. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it kind of grew from there. Came across a friend that was um, doing gigs at that time, and he saw me at a at a singing competition, and said, "Hey, I want to get involved with gigs." I didn't know what that was. Wow. So, what do you mean? What's that? And it was like, "Yeah, I just uh, just come perform at like certain bars, and I pay for it." And I was right. like, "Yo, that sounds good to me." Yeah. <laughs> but I was working other jobs, you know. Before that, and that kind of opened my eyes to like, yo, this is like, this is for real. Like, this yeah, you yeah. can actually do this. And um, he took me under his wing and never stopped from there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Kind of grew into, you know, the last five years. Now we've got our own booking agency yeah. and and just yeah, yeah, it's yeah, came to take over the game, bro. Yeah, be a part of it. No. <laughs> Oh man, look! I've listened to you guys many a times now in Brisbane mm. and and the Gold Coast. Uh, what Pink Monkey? Yeah, the Pink Monkey. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. yeah, yeah. Pink Monkey. There's Iris. There's yeah. Biblos. Biblos is probably our latest one. And um, most of the gigs we do are like more private functions, private functions yeah. weddings. Yeah, yeah. it's it, but you guys are like honestly. When I say you guys, I mean you as well. In particular, like you just like it's so. Or, like, it's crazy what music can do to someone, right? Like, yeah. you can, like, the power of music and singing can change your mood, literally. 100%. And there's no, like, I don't think there's any science proven, like, of how it does it, but it can change you from, like, being sad, depressed, to, yeah. like, happy within seconds. Yeah, I think, I think it's, so the songs, you know, we sing a lot of covers, so... Mm. These songs for different people have different memories to these certain songs. So, one could have a you know you could say brown eyed girl for like you know for one person it could mean like yeah I was at this party I met a yeah, girl yeah. she had brown eyes and hey. <laughs> that's his memory. So every time he hears it's a like good feeling. It's oh I love the song. For someone else he could, it could have been a breakup yeah, while yeah. while that song was playing. So you know he'd hear that song subconsciously he'll yeah. be like I hate the song because it yeah. reminds him of. You know that breakup. Mm. So I think like with music, with an attached memory, can be very powerful. Bro. Like yeah. it could, you know, um, for a better, oh, a bit of a like, oh, what is it? Uh, 
not manipulate, but like it could like control how you feel. Yeah. So if you you know you you see it all the time on TikTok. There's a guy, Gary Vee, probably yeah, talking, yeah. inspirational. Like, even on your videos, mm. you know, and then there's music playing behind, behind it. it. And it gives it that, yeah, yeah. you know, that feeling that that creates that emotion, mm. sets a mood. and so, so, yeah, like, I think music with a memory mm. can be very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it can be dangerous, too. Yeah. Okay, that's, it's, it's so, yeah, like I said, it's interesting, man, but... Like and and for you to have that awareness of fourteen, but like man, I can I can maybe do something with this. Yeah, I, I, I want to do this. Like, not many people are fourteen. Not many people in their twenties, thirties go like they can pursue something that they really like and yeah. risk it. And like, probably only someone saying that to you makes you actually realize that like, peop- not many people have got the confidence to go like, mm. you know what, I'm gonna give this a go and step out of my comfort zone at an yeah. early age. So like, kudos to you, man. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think. Um, like for me, like I'm a quite a self motivated mm. person, so it takes a lot for someone to like yeah. really get me down, and yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's like one of the things I'm I'm, I'm glad I'm I was like that growing up because I ha- I had a cousin who like he always <laughs> told me to I don't know if you can swear on the yeah podcast. you can yeah. yeah he was saying he always told me to shut up you sound like shit you know? oh wow and he's my biggest fan now like but um. He would always tell me, shut up, man, you, you sound shit, you can't sing. Well, I don't even know what you're singing for. And this was like constantly, right, yeah, yeah. for two, almost two years, wow. right? And then this is when the first time I was here in Australia, and then I moved back to New Zealand, and then our whole family moved back to um, Australia. And then we had this family meeting, and he was there, and, and there he goes, and um, it was a traditional thing where my mum would always get us to sing, like mm. the whole family. And so she got us to sing in this meeting. He was eating his eyes. And then we sang and he couldn't believe his eyes. He was just like, what the hell? And, and to this day, he's just, I can't believe like you just didn't take my crap. You wow. just kept going. Yeah. And now look at you. And you, you can actually sing. <laughs> I thought I could sing before, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it's just being like the type of person I am. Like it takes us so much. It take, It'd have to take a lot to... Yeah. Really stop me from doing something But if I believe in mm. what I want to do I don't really care about yeah. what anyone else thinks That's amazing Yeah it's Yeah I'm glad I'm glad that's how I was growing up Because Like a lot of Polynesians Like You know they Because the way we're brought up Like mm. We're told to Like fully respect your parents yeah. You can't talk back Yes mm. Yes dad Yes mum And yeah. that's it And that's pretty much it and if you talk back, you either get a hiding or, yeah, yeah. you know. And that's how we grew up. But oh, I think I was lucky enough. My mum my was a bit more lenient. So yeah. she would, at, I, think, I think at 13 when I, when I came to Australia for the first time. So I came with my sister. Yeah, yeah. And we stayed with my grandparents and the rest of my family back in New Zealand. And after that trip, she, I would never get a hiding after that. Ah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was weird. It was weird, but I think ever since after that, like, I would talk back and she wouldn't smack me. Like, well. I was like, yes, <laughs> you have no power here. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, I mean, every every occasion, like, yeah, get the spoon. <laughs> but it's yeah, I think that really made an impact in my life and yeah. really changed, put me on another path because. Yeah. I would see all my friends who would talk back to their parents, yeah. or like I shouldn't say talk back in a bad way, but like have an opinion. Yes, 
more yeah more of an opinion, and then the parents would listen, you know, and say, okay, well, okay, let's try that. Whereas, when, yeah, I was like, well, yeah, wow, you can do that, yeah, and you see, you know, um, comedians they yeah. always joke about that, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, the, you know the. The, the white kid would always yeah. talk about the parents and be like, oh, yo, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it is in the Polynesian community. Like, you know, you, yeah. th- those sort of things, you know, condition kids yeah. to either go a real bad path or, yeah. you know, or they'll become stronger people. But it's like, it's quite dangerous, you know, in that, in that environment for Polynesians because, yeah, they just build things up. That's right. You know, to the point where, mm. They potentially might kill themselves. Mm. So yeah, when I was growing up, like I promised that I would never be like that. Yeah, yeah. To my kids, yes. I was always try and be as open minded as I can. You know, let them choose what they want to do, and not force them to do anything. And yeah, if they talk back, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> reflexes <laughs> pass. Just <laughs> I do it because I love you, no. but it's. Yeah, it's like your parents are just, you know, uh, they do it out of love, obviously, yeah, because yeah. they don't want, of course, they don't want the way they were grew up. It kind of just everything just gets recycled, of course. And you need that one person to just kind of break that cycle. Mm. And I think my parents, the best decision they made was move to New Zealand because mm. they would mingle with other families and see how they would run their families and yeah. And maybe they were questioning it in their mind yeah, yeah. so that when we started doing this, they said, well, you know what? Maybe maybe they can, maybe they do have an idea <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of things. So, yeah, I was, yeah, I think I was lucky in that. Amazing. Yeah. It's cool, right? Because um, when you talk about that, I was listening to the Netflix series of that Matayo Tio? Oh, yeah, I just watched that. Man. How, oh, wait, wait, Matai. Is it Matai? Manti? Manti, yeah, yeah. Manti, Sorry, yeah, yeah, Manti. yeah. And um, just, that, that's a crazy story on its own, man. Yeah. Like, I hope before Catfish come out, Catfish. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, it's for, for, for the um, younger crowd now, they would look at them and go, how could you not know? No, yeah. But back then, right? when you don't have access to just everything, yeah. you don't know anything. Man. Because you're just like, Catfish, what the hell is that? Like, yeah, yeah. You'd believe everything on MySpace because that's you would take it at face value. You like, this is the profile. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah blah 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 blah. Now kids are more like, oh, I don't know if this is real unless yeah. you have a blue tick. You know. Yeah, yeah. So back then it's like, yeah, he he could have been catfish, <laughs> man. Like real bad. It could be that bad. But the hardest thing was right. Is I, I listened to it. I don't know if you noticed. His dad said once he got his dad and mum goes, well, you know, because he's the oldest son. Like he should know. He shouldn't put our name in jeopardy or something like that. Yeah. Like he should know. Yeah. And and I was how how does he how does he <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. Like, but all all politicians and parents are like that. Like sometimes they just expect their kids yeah. to just know. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's like, like sometimes I'm like that. I'm guilty of that. You know, I look I look at my six year old son. And I would expect them to know this, like you should know. But yeah, well, at six, what did you know? Yeah, like, what did you know? You know, at nineteen, in that in that era, mm. how much do you really know? Like, yeah. if you don't have the internet, yeah, yeah. These kids these days are more aware now because yeah. they're more like skeptical. Yeah, like, I don't know, if this is you. Was back then. It's like, oh yeah, that's Lene. Oh, she's yeah. Uh, and, and hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's like now it's robots you're talking to. You're yeah. talking to robots now. I know, right? You know, it's crazy. People hacking your Instagram. Yeah. 
Man, it's, it's literally crazy. And I was watching it and I was like, this guy's career just went down a hole yeah. of what was going on behind the scenes. And then the news people just got on it and like they just went to town with it. And I went like, you just you just don't realize how much you how much you can ruin someone's life with a couple of situations like yeah. that. And poor fellow, obviously he's come out now and spoke about it and, and hopefully he's getting some recognition, respect. Yeah. But like, man, that would have been some dark times for him, you know? Yeah, and... and like respect to him for like you know, put you know getting through it because yeah that could lead to way worse yeah but like kids these days like going through that kind of emotional yeah. damage like mm. that's they will take their life in an instant man for him to just keep going through it mm. and I think because of there was no internet yeah that might have played a part I don't know like mm. because you know you would yeah the only thing they had was like you know comments on MySpace was it MySpace or Facebook. I think it was um, that was Facebook. I it was think Facebook just yeah. when it started. Yeah, but still, like, um, I think it was Facebook. I, um, don't quote me on that, actually. Yeah, but that that kind of brings me back to you. So, obviously, with your career, obviously, you said your cousin gave you a lot of stick for those two years mm. of hardship. Yeah, was it like ever a pivotal moment in your career, like where it's like this would like made me like this took me to that next level, or was that that moment with the for two years like a, a pivotal um. moment? I don't know actually Like I had a vision mm. Like there was There was a goal mm. Of where I wanted to go Like nothing else mattered bro. Like yeah. I was just like This is what I want to do yeah. I want to sing I want to become I want to become The next boys to men I want to yeah. become oh. The next usher Or whatever You know That that was my goal No, ma- no matter what Anyone said Like I yeah. knew I could do it in my head Like I knew I could do These runs I could yeah. do these licks And so That that was my focus Like yeah. so I don't know if there was I think it was more just my goal was to become a better singer. Yeah. To become at that level of Boys to Men, Usher and all that. And, but to take it to the next step as in like become an artist, like an actual artist, like focus on becoming that. Like, okay, release an album, write originals. Mm. I think that was like, I was, I think I was 19. Mm. You know what? I can't remember. I actually, like, but it was around like I would say probably eighteen to about twenty twenty two. That's when because then I went and signed up to uh, a school to get my cert four for music, and um, that's when I started writing originals like yeah. properly. So I think around that era is when yeah. it kind of really hit me to be an artist, um, producer, yeah, yeah. write music. And, yeah, it's when amazing. Fruity Loops started coming out, and <laughs> it was hard to rely on people to make beats for you. So yeah, you yeah. would just, I would just be like, you know, I'm just going to make my own beats. Wow, I need to find a program that's going to allow me to make a beat, and then I I write to that beat because it was just there's only so much you can do on a guitar yeah. and write songs. But yeah, you're gifted, I, man. Though, like your voice is like unbelievably good. Oh, man. I know you hear that all the time. Keep it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Keep it. <laughs> Oh, I remember one no. day I, was, I walked into Irish no, Bar. I appreciate you, just, you, man, you were hit, hitting, hitting some note, and I was just like, "Wow, man!" Like, you know, but yeah, it's it's unbelievable to see. And and you just like you said, you've had your opportunities. You've been on The Voice and stuff like yeah. that. What was that experience like? That was good. That yeah. was cool. Um, but taking it back, taking it yeah, back yeah. to about two thousand five, I yeah. was in the um, X Factor, mm. and um, I was in a group at that time. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. Have you heard? 
Not 2005, no. Nah. Yeah, 2005. I was, it was the first X Factor that was ever in, in uh, Australia. I'll come over here 2013, so I was pretty out of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. Um, yeah, most parents would know who we are. But, <laughs> but yeah. um, we won that show. So we, it was oh. me, yeah, me and four other guys. So um, my best friend, Jesse, and um, there was a group at that time that were called 315. Mm. So there was... Um, Wayne, Donald, and TJ. Mm-hmm. And they're two brothers and one first cousin and their first cousin. And, um, yeah, we won that show. So from there till now to The Voice, I did a few other shows. I did, like, Pop Stars. Mm. Man, I almost did every show you could think <laughs> of. Uh, and then, yeah, The Voice. So when I came on The Voice, yeah. it wasn't so foreign. Mm. Like, I kind of knew what to expect. Mm. But the only thing that was a bit challenging was doing it by myself. Yeah. So it was just, you know, the spotlight's fully on me now. Like, you know, when I was in groups, you know, they could focus on either of us. So the eyes aren't always yeah. on you. But now it's always on it's on you. And that's what I had to kind of like get used to again yeah, and yeah. trying to focus on that. But other than that, man, the experience was just was cool. Yeah. They you, made me look good. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> they did, amazing. bro. I was like I was like nervous because you sign a contract that they can edit however oh, they want yeah. and they can make you look like and you can't complain about it. That sucks. Because that could ruin yeah. your career big t- Like, post, post that, right? Yeah, you exactly. How do you channel nerves? Like, that's one thing. Obviously, like, that might... For comedians, like, you hear a lot of people, like... A lot of comedians say, like, that's their place of... Actually, where they have no anxiety, have no nerves. Like, yeah. And some of them actually struggle. But then when they come on the stage, that's their, that's their zone, you know? Yeah, I think for me, for me personally, it's... It's more the waiting mm. to get on stages where the nerves kick in. As soon as I'm up there, the music starts playing. Mm. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm in a whole different, yeah. different world. Whereas before that, it's just yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. where my nerves kick in, mm. and I just want to get on there and just perform, and then after that, relax. But yeah, um, nerves aren't on stage. Yeah, just probably about five ten minutes before you yeah. jump on. As you get older, do you think that like um, obviously when you mature, you're maturing and stuff, does, is you look at music and and stuff different now to when you were younger? Absolutely. Uh, for me, it was I would look at music as um, so I would look at celebrities more mm. like like the way I look at music now and what I've been through. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, it's kind of like put a. A real annoying stigma on on the way I look at music now because I just I don't appreciate it as much as I mm. used to because there's so many bad avenues, so many yeah. sharks out there that can that like it. It kind of like you know you don't really get too much inspired now yeah. to to make music and try and pursue it because yeah, there's you just learn that people are out there to use you, but doesn't it shouldn't stop you from doing it anyway yeah. because. There are good avenues as well that you can take, you know, the internet, which is the good thing about the internet is that you can, you can be your own record label. That's right. You know, you don't have to sign to a record label. You can gain your own followers on TikTok, Instagram, Mm. YouTube, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, sometimes, yeah, like trying to get signed to a label is like, it can be daunting and Mm. like, because they know exactly what they want. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a business to them. So if you don't fit the business model, 
Later, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and that's like you have to go into those kind of uh, reality TV shows like The Voice and all that yeah, yeah. with that mindset, mindset because if you go in there expecting something from it, you'll just come out disappointed. Yeah, yeah. So go in there knowing it's a, just a business. If you don't fit that business model, yeah, then you could be kicked out. Yeah, yeah. And I only fit on to the second round, and they, they kicked me <laughs> out, bro. But that's all good. I I expected. I didn't want to get kicked out. Yeah, of course. Because you know I wanted to go in there get the exposure. Yeah. Um, capitalize on that and bring that exposure to the business. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's that was my game going into mm-hmm. that. You know, and but I expected to. You know, to know that they were going to, there's a potentially I could get kicked out mm. quite early. So yeah, I went in there, no hard feelings. Yeah. They kicked me out, all good. That's what it is. Got verified. <laughs> as soon as I man, I was like, I wonder if I can because I've tried to get ver- verified before, um, and I, I couldn't get it. But yeah. I, th- I thought I'm pretty sure I can do that now. So. I applied for it and then woke up mm. and then my Instagram and Facebook were verified and I was like, oh, wow. yes, bro, yes. <laughs> mama. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, mama. <laughs> Finance the house right now, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We got this. <laughs> but like, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, it has its pros and cons going on to, yeah, on to yeah, those yeah. types of shows. But yeah, I think that's something, if I was to give advice to anyone, is just to mm. be prepared, you know, n- Know the business, man, yeah. and then you know just be be prepared that these guys are just sharks. Yeah, they they'll treat you like kings yeah. if they need you, but if they don't need you. You're yeah, yeah. I'll let you go just as easy. So when it comes to you know signing contracts and stuff for them, it, does it go like you know we've, we'll sign you for three songs or two songs or one song? How does it work in that area? Um, I guess it's like I, I guess they have a um. So when you there's a certain uh, point that you get to in all the auditions. Yeah. Once you get to that point, then the contracts come in, mm. and I think that's more for when it's televised, yeah, yeah. Okay. and and that's when you really have to sign. Like, mm. but it's all I think it's all like generic. So for everyone, it's the same. Um, but then when it comes to like like record labels, mm. I guess there's a different story because like you could come like if you have. It's good when they ask you because then you can create the demands. But if you go to a record label, man, you're the, yeah, well, this is the contract, or you get nothing. See you later. Wow. Yeah. But if you have a following and they want to sign you, then obviously you have a bit more pull because mm. they need you, you know. But um, then the contract will be different then. So, like when it comes to signing a contract, I guess in the situation, mm. every contract will be different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it can be it. Like it sounds like it could be like a real. Emotional roller coaster, man. Like just the, like you said, it, you know, it is your passion, but there's it's always going to be bumps in the road, regardless what road you go down in life. Mm. But it, it, you know, obviously, when you look at the people see the lifestyle that some artists live, some people want that. Yeah. But at the same time, it just seems like a roller coaster as well of like you know dead ends, you know, uh, yeah. smoke and mirrors. Yeah, bro, hundred <laughs> percent. And I, and and just like going into reality TV shows. It's the same with everything else you do in life. You gotta know what you're getting yourself into, mm. know that, and just expect that it could go pear shape, and then move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we good for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit it. Yeah. <laughs> hit the hit the red. Oh, do that. Yeah, yeah. 
Sweet. Sweet. Still recording. Yeah, yeah. You're all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> Sweet. We just went skinny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cameras just taking yeah. ten pounds off. Thank God. Skinny, good. Big, no good. <laughs> nah, man. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool, man. Like, um, do do you find now, obviously, going into more of a private type of work, like you know, do venues and stuff, private venues, um, you know, like back in the, like you said, one stage you wanted to write. Write lyrics, like write songs, and then you obviously go now to people covering because that's what the people, you know, if your wedding wants this or yeah. if that wants that. The, like when it comes back to writing your own lyrics, can, do you really like just put your passion or your, your thoughts, like your, whatever you're thinking, like as in a, a deeper level, do you put it into them or is it kind of like depending on what you're vibing at the time? Or oh, a bit of both. Yeah. You know, if you're vibing, then obviously you do, mm. like you, you got it, you have to, like yeah. you have to put everything into it. Like, you have to put your emotion because if you don't, how do you expect them to feel the same way? Yeah, so yeah. obviously, um, majority of situations people can relate to. You know? mm. So you would write it, keeping that in mind mm. that okay, do how many you know people can relate to this? Stuff. Yeah. So okay, sweet, sweet, I'll write about that, and then you put your whole heart into it. Bro. You know, you just you write that when people hear these lyrics, how are they going to feel when they hear this? Yeah. And what melody do I need to mm. use to just enhance those lyrics? Yeah. And and same with the you know the rest of the music. Yeah. Like you kind of put that all into you know when you're creating it, so that when the other people hear, it, as soon as they hear it, they just boom. Yeah. It's just like yeah. Hits you right in that chest, eh? Yeah, hits you straight away. It's crazy how that, like I said, what I talked about earlier. It's crazy how music can do that because so many times, man, I'll hear a song and it mm. just hits me in that sweet spot and like yeah, it just, yeah. I can't like sometimes some songs man like um this is crazy but not crazy but um you know the song um I am woman no I am woman yeah I yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that the first time oh yeah that beat when it goes dung yeah and yeah. it just hit me man I nearly started choking 100 percent because you you look you, the, like I was saying like the lyrics the melody yeah, yeah, yeah. you just it's like it, it might hit a memory yeah. that you have, you know, you think I am woman, and you think about your mother. You yeah, know, you think about your sister, and, more, yeah. and maybe they're going through something, you know. And it's it's a, those memories. But if you don't have a memory to the song, the song becomes just mm. a song. Yeah. But those certain melodies and lyrics, yeah, and music will help you think of that. Yeah. Like you know, I am woman. Okay, one woman. Who's a woman? Oh, the first thing you think about is your mom. Um, yeah. You know? And it's, so it hits you. So when you have that the music and the memory, yeah, 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 the money comes through. <laughs> <laughs> Take my money, bro. Take my money. Because I love this song. I'm gonna yeah. buy it and download it. You know, yeah. that's 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 it. good marketing, bro. But yeah, but like like that literally that song, man, and then, and the words to it, like I am power, um, I am fearless, I am this, I am that, and I was just like you said, thinking of my mum, and like just brought up and like just like a. Brought up with three boys and my dad, like, so four of us, and just like a tough woman. And just when you think about it, I was like choking up, just driving in the car, thinking of mum. And I was like, this woman's onto something. Like she might be a one hit wonder or something. I don't know. But yeah. That song just hit me in my face. That's what I'm saying, man. Like yeah. when it comes to our song, you put your whole energy, put the right lyrics to the yeah. melody, like will we'll resonate with people. Yeah. And when they resonate with things, they relate to it, they want it, they want yeah. that. All the time, they yeah. want that. 
And that's why they would download your song, they'll buy your song. And that's it. Yeah, and that's important when it comes to writing song, guys. So. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's another thing. I've, like, I hear so many people, singers go like, you know, oh, I wrote this or did this last night and then I woke up and I, and I loved it last night, but this morning I hate it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, that's a vicious circle, man. Like, <laughs> right, right. I actually did a skit about it. It was called Producer Problems, but oh, yeah. it's not, not more so writing, but like making a beat. Oh, yeah. So the night before, you know, the skit kind of goes like, you know, I'm making a beat and I'm like, boom, boom, and, it's, and the beat sounds good. So you listen to the, like the, with the skit, the beat sounds dope. And then you wake up in the morning and there's this like real crap, that crap beat, you know, and then you're just like, I don't know what it is, but like a lot of producers relate to that. You just think for some reason, 12 o'clock at night is like real deceptive. Like you would just sit there and just listen. You'd be like, <laughs> then you wake up, have a coffee and you go, <laughs> And then you're thinking, did I smoke last night? Did I drink? Wait, hold on. Uh, this is crap. This is this is. Cr-. And then yeah, you just you just but you, you, and then but I think the more the more you experience that, the more yeah. you learn. You know, yeah, yeah, your yeah. focus becomes different. Then you understand. Okay, yeah. this is crap. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not feeling this. So you. Either restarted again, and now I've come to the point now. I know how to, yeah, how to make a beat where I don't wake up in the morning. And go, yeah. yo, question my, <laughs> question my life, and just go, hey, uh, uncle, you still got that concrete job that needs to go? <laughs> That's so true, man. It's, talk about smoking, man. So it would have been like when I just started. So Ness did the, the intro for me. I don't know if he told oh, me. Oh, yeah, actually. So I he, think you he, told he, me. He lives just up the road. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, Ness, you want to come on and just have a practice? Like, get some practice rounds in for me. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then that day, then he's coming down and he's ringing me. And he's like, a bit giggly on the phone. And I was like, yo, Ollie. I'm like, yo, Ness. He's like, yo, is this like a, like a Joe Rogan podcast? I was like, what? He goes like a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I just got a couple of blunts. <laughs> I'm like, what? And then he's coming in giggly eyes. Oh, I was, what? Like, right, I was like, we'll just leave this one here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, <laughs> red. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, stop. Yeah, it's recording. Bro. It's recording. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and then he goes over again, bro, you know what happened? I don't know what happened, but the camera apparently wasn't recording. <laughs> we'll have to do that one again. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, Ali, are you still gonna call me for the podcast? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, soon, bro. Yeah, we'll get you on soon, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just so busy right yeah, now. Yeah, just things are like you know real hectic. Yeah, yeah but I, I just saw you had Zion on the uh, the podcast. <laughs> he wasn't high, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we just because I scheduled him like two years ago. I'm pretty sure I just introduced you to him yesterday, bro. But like. <laughs> No, yeah, that uh, was, yeah. He told like you told me about yeah. that first. I think you told me that about that at Iris, and then he told he exposed himself afterwards. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny man. He is, man. He's a good he's dude. A, yeah, I love that dude, man. You're all good dudes. You all are. Oh. And uh, like that one time I met him, he was performing on his balcony. We went up and yeah, um, we were all just on the road. This is when COVID just started, and we were just oh, listening yeah. on the on the road while he was in his balcony singing to everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, and that was when like him and uh, Russell Walker and his yeah, yeah, band. yeah, yeah. So then after we went up and we we're just sitting on his balcony having a beer with him and his wife and family, it was really cool. So is that when you first met him? Um, um, 
Oh, I met him before that, oh, okay. uh, but like just properly got to know him after yeah, that, yeah. obviously. But he's yeah, he's a cool dude, and he is man. Very he's grateful for them dudes, and obviously yourself. But man, like obviously off the subject, a little bit serious. Like um, you're you're actually a big advocate for mental health, right? Absolutely. You got the hat on. What what explain it? What does it say? So this is LLT Lala Threads. Yeah, and um, I hope I get the story right, but it's it was. I think a close friend of hers, mm. or maybe, I don't know, uh, I could, yeah, yeah. but she um, was going through some mental mm. health issues, she took her, her life and yeah. she dedicated, so Amanda and her husband yeah. dedicated this brand mm. to her and um, she hit me up yeah, and said, um, would you wear some stuff? I said, yeah, yeah, cool. She goes, okay, um, how much... I must do. I said, no, no, all good. Don't mm. worry, I got this because my daughter um, went through it. She she had a really bad case, and um, she was seeing someone about it. Mm. And she's in a really good place That's now. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, she's in a really good place right now. So, um, just seeing her go through that, like I was just like, I don't, you know, you don't mm. wish that on anybody. Huh. And so, this was like, yeah, nothing to me. Like I, I wanted to do this. So yeah, is it hard seeing your your daughter? It's the hardest, like, man. As it's a father, just yeah, yeah, and to <clears throat> and and to kind of like when you really think like when you're the when you don't realize that you're the problem, mm. like you kind of it just hits you mm. because I didn't think I was part of the problem. I wasn't the whole problem, but I was like part of. The problem, and I didn't realize that. And like, I consider myself a really good dad, really mm. good father, but like to, to to miss like to miss certain things that I should have really focused more on her. Um, woke me up, mm. like woke me up on on what I need to do right now. Like, what's my what's my priority? Like yeah. My priority right now is. To my kids And I feel like You know I, I've missed out So many years With my older kids So that was To my pre- previous marriage And um, I got You know My daughter's 21 My son is 19 That was to my Previous marriage And then I, Now I've got my My youngest Amari Which is He's six Or oh, seven Seven yeah. now It's kind of I feel like Amari's my second chance mm. To really Really you know, give the time, and I feel like he's the glue to me and my the me in the years mm. that I'm. I feel like I missed out on my older kids, yeah. And it's he's brought us closer. Like you know, my son and Mary's brought um, me and the older kids closer. For so I don't know. That's amazing. I don't know how, but it did, and and yeah, it's just made me so much more aware and like. On what I need to do to be a better father, you yeah. Know? And I feel like that's my second chance of, with my younger, younger one. And now, you know, what I need to do to focus on yeah. him to become a stronger person. And and then that process, I'm giving that mm. to my older kids now. Yeah, because there's nothing you can really do about what, yeah. what happened in the past. And I think my kids, and especially my daughter, um, she was. You know, resenting me mm. at a at a at a stage, 
Um, but seeing she went and saw someone that helped really helped her, and you know, I we were talking with each other, and what do I need to do to? That's great. To you know, resolve. Yeah. And and it was just basically focusing my time on it, and that was yeah. it. And so that's what I did, and you know, that's what I'm going to keep doing. That's amazing. Until I, yeah, pass. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. so good, man. man. Yeah, it's 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 made me such a better better person. Like, mm. on like just realizing what's what's more important, yeah. you know, and and just asking my kids, "Are you okay? Yeah, like, yeah. what is that? Is it is daddy doing anything that yeah. you know that you're that you don't like? Yeah, and just asking asking those questions and trying to get an honest answer out of them so that they don't they're not scared. Because I realized my my daughter was real scared. She was scared to say her feelings and mm. really tell me how she felt about things that I was doing back then, and, and like or wasn't doing, you yeah, know, well, as yeah. a father. But um, yeah, it's all good now. She's yeah, she's man, she is t- super talented, yeah. man. She can sing, and she's just started writing this year. Or, yeah, this year, and she's amazing, man. Really? Yeah, and I can't wait for everyone to hear yeah, yeah. her stuff because she's, yeah, she's, like, I think the whole emotional roller coaster she went through just made, just, it's coming out now. It's coming out through her music, That's but amazing. in a positive way, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah, and I'll be there every step of the way to help her out. She needs, but she needs that fire. Like, I'm waiting for that fire to come out because yeah, yeah. she loves it, but I feel like the fire's not there yet. Yeah. But, when it's there, I'll be ready to yeah, 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 just to help her out. Yeah, that's amazing, man. From you as well, just mm. to to be accountable and honest and like, hey, you know, I was I was yeah. not present enough back then, or this, that, and the other. Yeah, um, because our pride sometimes as men can get in the way, and we could instead of just owning it, owning our shit. Yeah, like, and, and like you said, your potentially like your childhood from you know Polynesian background of just being like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yeah, like for majority of people, like it's like that's transcended into most of their kids, you know. And then as a father, when you become a father, how do yeah. you, you know? Like you're just learning, you're just doing what your parents have done before you. It's right? a vicious cycle. Yeah, man. so you got to break that. Like you broke that cycle and and given your daughter a voice because mm. luckily you had that voice at fourteen from your mother and father, mother yeah. from since coming over here. If you think about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's just powerful to see that, but like amazing for you to to come on your talk because. Mm. Man, if one person hears this story in particular, like you know, a father or a mother, yeah, I really, I really hope it resonates, man. Because I feel like there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of pride in the Polynesian community, yeah. and and it's not a, it's not a bad thing, mm. but it can be it can be dangerous in the wrong hands. Like you know, like we have to understand our kids are so so like vulnerable mm. like especially emotionally if they have to hold themselves from saying how they feel yeah obviously that can lead to a lot of like right. bad things and so i just hope yeah this resonates with a lot of parents out there and mm. and they hear this and they they give their kids a chance mm. you know and and don't be too hard on them because yeah. we're only educated as far as we, you know as home you know, and that's where we that's where we learn first. Yeah. So we, we learn first at home. So when we go to school, obviously there's other influences and 
But yeah, we just got to be real careful because they get confused and they build things up and right. just like I can't say this because I'll just get a hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as as soon as they leave the house mm. and get married, now the problems have been carried on to their marriage. That's right. And you see a lot of divorces and mm. yeah, enough. Yeah, I just hope yeah parents hear this and they just they want to at least give it a go and change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to let go hundred percent of their pride, but just. Mm. Just be more open-minded, I guess. It's powerful, man. Like, obviously, I've got no children, but uh, for you, obviously, having a previous uh, partner with kids, yeah. Like, and and pursuing like a being an artist, like it's a, it's a, it's a you, you're the driving force every day. Mm. Like you're you're pushing the needle, so it's like it's it's hard. Like I was reading um, Will Smith's book, and he had to talk about his pecking order of what's his priorities. Oh yeah, him and his wife um, in the book and. He actually put his priorities was his him first, his kids no, his career him his kids I think then his wife where his wife went, kids will me, and become like, and she, they got really upset when they were doing this couple counseling and what he realized was like to be in his realm of work like you've got to be in this tunnel vision where it's you're constantly wanting to improve as a person to become this become that, mm. that item he is but it's hard because you're going to burn so many bridges at the same time like as a father like and like obviously it sounds like your daughter's got a lot of your skills in her like yeah she does and yeah that's 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 interesting um because for me i think the to part like to put people before like it's it's kind of hard for me. It's hard. like I don't like to, I don't I like I don't like to put my mm. like anyone above anyone mm. like within my family. Like I, when they need me, I'm there. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. It's not, I'm not prioritizing my mm. time for anybody. It's yeah. like if you need me, I'm there. If yeah. my wife needs me, I'm there. Yeah. If my kids need me, I'm there. That's yeah. it. Because you can't like it's like say on, you're on a cliff and you're holding. You know, you're holding your wife or your son by the hand, but you need to let one person go to die. Mm. And who are you going to let go? Yeah. You don't want to let go of no one. So for me, it's like I don't prioritize anybody. Like I don't put people yeah. first. I just, if they need me, I'm there. That's it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, my family is just my my circle of yeah people. And if, they, if one needs me, that's it. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, at... My kids will grow up, they'll have their own lives. Yeah. You know, I'll still be with my wife. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love my wife. Like, my wife is the best, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. She's the best. And, um, like, that's, I, that's what I understand. Like, when my kids grow up, they're going to leave the nest and yeah. it's just going to be me and my wife. Yeah, yeah. And then when it's, when it's that point, it's me and my wife. Yeah, yeah. Your kids have your life now. Yeah, yeah. I'll still be here for you, but. That's cool, man. This is my wife and this is the person I'm going to yeah. be with. That's forever. Am- so. That's amazing, man, and I love how you know s- saying that and being open and passionate about your your loved ones and your mm. wife. Like it's it's powerful. Like um, yeah, like uh, even um, you know if you get around certain people, like they're whinging about their wives. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Go back to the missus. And I I, th- I just think I I, I took you know it's the luck of the draw, man. I just pulled it out. And I was like, yo, I got a good wife. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like. I wasn't a big believer in in um, 
meant to be destiny mm. kind of thing, right? Until I met my wife. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, for some reason, I just feel like this is way too good to be true, man. Yeah, like, wow. she was just way too good to be true. So it kind of made me question my beliefs a little bit. And yeah, like, yeah. okay, maybe there is a, there's a meant to be button somewhere, mm. like, that I accidentally pressed. And then she comes into my life and things are just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like it feels like perfect. Like, not perfect as in like, like every like everything's good. It's yeah. just like when things are bad, she picks me up. That's yeah. you know, it's like that. That's that kind of perfect. Like it's just, and we argue, but it's 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 reasonable. Yeah, like we're yeah. just we reason with each other and mm. figure things out. And that's crazy to me because the past relations I had were just the total opposite, you know, and it's. Not that they're bad people, it's just that we just didn't wasn't aligned. Yeah, it wasn't al- yeah, it wasn't aligned. And then with her it's just yeah, it's perfect, bro. It's like my kind of perfect. You know? Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy because when for people who have pe- been in previous relationships, when you if you are in a relationship where it's just not right, but yeah. you've always been in just not right relationships, you yeah. think that's the norm? Like you become accustomed with an acceptance of the norm is just not right. hundred percent. And that's what I thought my yeah. pa- my uh, my relationship before my wife was yeah. I thought that's it This is all I got I just have to deal with it And yeah, just keep exactly. going Yeah But it, it came to a point Where I just had to go I had to draw a line And just go Nah man There's no way yeah. I'm gonna feel like this For the rest of my life mm. There's gotta be a better way Like And so I just took it Pretty much jumped In the deep end And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the, Look where I'm at yeah, Now yeah. You know, if I didn't take that If I didn't take that leap wouldn't be where I am now So I'm not saying Take the leap now (laughs) I'm just saying Try and work things out first And then when you Hit a brick wall And you feel like This is not going anywhere Yeah yeah Maybe look at You know Taking that leap But I'm glad I did Yeah yeah. Man that's amazing It is It's uh, it's so cool to hear this And I know it sounds crazy right But it's cool to hear it From like a Polynesian person as well Like um, Like the other week um, We did a I did a workshop With a rugby team On well-being And just making sure outside of football, like their well being's good, their relationships are healthy, and what we can do to make sure that's right. Yeah. And um, at the end of it, so we, we part of the the deal was the program with the the teams was they pay for the players and they jump on the programs and mm. there's twelve week journals we do, and um, seeing the Polynesian group because they all sat together in the corner, yeah. seeing the Polynesian boys come up and grab one. And I go away, and then like two or three days later, one of them rang me. Oh man, like this is amazing! Like just doing this is like, you know, I'm feeling better already. I feel like I'm achieving stuff. And then, oh, do you mind? Um, my cousin's seen the book, and he wants to buy one now. Like, can he get one? I'm like, man. That's awesome. And just like knowing that, like that, like that might be a little move, but it's just planting the seed, planting that little seed. And that's you. what it's all about, man. Yeah. It's all about because it that seed could just wake him up to an idea of. Hey, wait! This—if I do this, I'll feel bit like yeah, I feel yeah. good about myself, and that's that's all it takes, bro. And yeah, what you guys are doing is yeah, the perfect you. way, bro. It's amazing, bro. Yeah, well, like I said, man, I I, I love that you promoting the hat, and obviously yeah. you wore our, our t-shirts and stuff. On yeah, the, yeah, on your live streams on Wednesday nights and stuff. And yeah, man, yeah, it means a lot to me, man, because um, knowing that you guys got our backing and and you 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 know you you're out there and everyone sees you all the time and, mm. and you know that. You know, like I've realized funny shit will always get followed, right? Funny yeah. shit on, on social media always gets followed. You can yeah. do dumb shit online and people follow it. Yeah. But like for, for a man in particular to promote mental health and support it, 
like not everyone mm. is proud to be supporting mental health. Like. Yeah, because too serious. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a serious guy. Yeah, but then for you and and Ness and other people I know, like you know, people more high profile that promote it, it's like man, like let's normalize this and like yeah. Like th- this is fine. I think that's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, it I is. I think it's slowly happening, it which is. is great, bro. Because yeah, like kids will see their idols, right? Yeah. They'll just see their idols. They go, "Oh, he's not afraid to talk." Yeah, yeah, I'm not afraid to talk, and I see it through my son all the time. Yeah. Like you know how much of an influence I am to him, mm. and I'm really aware of that. So I'm really <laughs> I'm trying to be careful yeah. what I say because sometimes I get a bit of road rage. You know? <laughs> um. And it's funny, man, because I was on TikTok. Oh, sorry. Should I let you? Should I let you finish your story? No, for no, you, oh, okay, you go. just in case you forget. <laughs> but I was on TikTok, and the, you know, they have the tarot. Uh, what is it? Not tarot, but tarot, tarot reader cards. Oh what? yeah, tarot readings. Is, yeah, yeah, tarot, yeah. tarot read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, like, like I'm kind of skeptical on those sort of stuff. But anyway, I thought you know for fun, I'll just yeah, yeah. And one of them said, um, one of them said, oh, I see. Uh, older, uh, I see you, a younger version of you, and then I see an older, uh, older version, an uh, older person, and that person's really angry. He's really angry. He's in a car and he's really <laughs> angry. I don't know, it almost comes across as like road rage or whatever. And I was like, does that resonate with you? And I was like, nah, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like this guy taking my gifts. And, uh, and um, I was like, nah, nah. And then I, it, clicked and I was like me and no then she said when she said maybe it's you are you is that you and I was like oh no nah. <laughs> and I said maybe it is because yeah. I get a bit of road rage in the yeah. car when I'm taking my son to school it's not a bad case oh, of road no, rage no. but I was like you idiot he goes can't you indicate or whatever yeah, like yeah. This? and she goes be really careful because your son or that little version of yourself because I said I've got a son and he's yeah. um, seven years old oh yeah and he's in there when I'm saying to you, yeah. well, be very careful because he's taking that on board yeah. and he's going to grow up thinking that's all good. And so now, <laughs> I think it's the past three days, because the, the traffic is yeah. so horrendous, man. Like when I'm taking him to school, it's like there's a certain area in Mount Cravat where you just, yeah. the traffic's bad. So you, you know, you obviously have to fight for space mm. and whatever. Anyway, I was like, oh, this. Guy is trying to get in there, and he knows I'm in front of him. And, and she goes, and he goes, "What's wrong, Daddy?" I was like, "That came into me yeah, straight away." Oh. The tarot reading, I was like, "Ah, now, nah. uh, now, nah, Dad just needs to be a bit more patient with people, and you know, <laughs> just let them come in, and so they can have a happy day." And, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, okay, cool. okay, Daddy." So That's now cool. it's like now I'm really, really yeah, cautious of how I how I talk, and and it just happened this morning too. Because there was a truck trying to get in, and he knows I was in front. But um, and I was like, "This truck driver," and, and he goes, "Daddy's that truck driver bad?" And I was like, "Oh nah, nah, Daddy's just being <laughs> being very um, angry, and I need to be a bit more patient with them and let the truck go, go first." And he goes, oh, "Okay, so oh, man, that's cool." Man. Yeah, it's 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 hard sometimes because I react mm. um, instinctively, you know, on that sort of stuff because I'm so used to. It. Yeah. But like, I don't I don't really get real bad. I just I just kind of get a really annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably really bad. Yeah, <laughs> this mother. Yeah, this 